Old Man Winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. Oh, <laughs> heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, Old Man Winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1,500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Yo, Trey. Kevin, what's up, man? You know, I've been thinking, what would have happened if the NBA never vetoes the Chris Paul trade to the Lakers and we get CP3 in the same backcourt as Kobe in L.A.? Well, you get a very happy Jack Nicholson, for sure. And the Lakers probably win a bunch more championships. CP3 finally gets a ring or two or three. And the Kardashian empire is forever altered. What did you just say? Hey, everybody, I'm Trey Wingo. And I'm Kevin Frazier, and we're teaming up on a new weekly sports podcast from Wondery Alternate Routes. As former sports center anchors and current sports obsessives we're consumed by all the what if questions that make being a sports fan so excruciatingly fun if you're like us then you also live and die on the fallout from every drop pass or play call each week on alternate routes we'll take a flashpoint in sports break down what actually happened then explore every alternate scenario and the ripple effects it would have caused follow alternate routes on the wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts you can listen early and ad free right now by joining wondery plus Welcome back to You Better You Bet, brought to you by BetMGM with Nick Costos and Ken Barkley on the BetQL Network. From Santa Locky, it's uh, Ken Barkley, co-host on the show. Uh, Santa Locky, Sandy by. Next hour on the show, we'll give you Heisman Trophy thoughts and bets. That's coming up again in the 5 o'clock hour, Eastern Time Hour number three, on this tremendous football Thursday. All our bets for the NFL preseason week number three and bets for tonight coming up. Power hour, final hour of the show. Our friend Anthony DeBundo from the Action Network is about to stop by talking soccer with us. We do have a couple of pieces of breaking news, though, in the National Football League, and we'll delve into this a little later in the show. But for the benefit of our live audience, we figure we'll get this out there now. Um, we knew that Terry McLaurin um, injured his toe in Washington's preseason win on Monday night against the Baltimore Ravens, being called a turf toe injury. And, and, and I said this a couple of days ago, and it wasn't even me. It was like a bunch of like people a lot smarter than me were saying it. Like, yeah, not a serious injury, but he may not play in the regular season opener now against the Arizona Cardinals. This is per ESPN's Adam Schefter calling uh, McLaurin's status, quote, uncertain on Sunday, September 10th, as Washington hosts the dreadful Arizona Cardinals. We'll talk about that later in the show. And Ken mentioned on air a little earlier in the show, Jerry Judy, Broncos uh, num- number one or number two wide receiver, depending on how Cortland Sutton plays this year. Judy injures his hamstring in practice today. The official word is several weeks out for Judy, a moderate hamstring injury. So I don't think we have like the confirmation on what it is being called a moderate hamstring injury. This puts Judy's status in question for week number one when the Broncos host the Las Vegas Raiders. There is optimism that it's not a long-term injury for Judy. I like the Raiders in that game anyway. This makes me like the Raiders even more. We'll talk about potential market moves, everything there is to talk about with Judy and McLaurin injuries, maybe out for week one coming up next hour here on the show. But let's transition now from football 
to football. And we'll do that with our pal Anthony DeBundo from the Action Network, who's done an amazing job here on the show. We look forward to talking soccer with Anthony all NFL season as well, because the content's been really good. Maybe a little Leo Messi into Miami conversation today also. Anthony, welcome back to You Better You Bet. It's Nick and Ken, my friends. How you doing? Yeah, it's good to be back. Women's World Cup is over. We're now full steam ahead in Europe. And yet I can't help but keep one eye on uh, what Lionel Messi's been doing with Inter Miami. It's been uh, it's been entertaining and it's been cool for American soccer to embrace uh, soccer that's actually happening here. So I've enjoyed it. And Anthony, you and I were talking offline uh, right before we came back from break. I was mentioning that I watched the – they played in the U.S. Open Cup or whatever last night against Cincinnati. Joe Burrow and Jamar Chase were there to watch. Like the place was bananas and obviously like a crazy like late stoppage time equalizer set up by a pass by Messi. The call of the goal is outstanding. But you actually mentioned – and we've done some bets and stuff. You've actually seen Messi play live on this recent run that he's been on, which I don't think a lot of people have. Just like describe like where where'd you go, what would you see, and just like a little bit about the atmosphere at these messy matches they look crazy yeah i was offered uh six different people offered to sell me messy into miami jerseys in the time it took me to pull into the parking lot and get to the stadium uh everybody's been kind of capitalizing on this and, and the street vendors and everything uh i had a friend in philly help me uh, get tickets uh when the union played them and you know uh, it's like 40% Inter-Miami fans, or 40% Messi fans slash Inter-Miami, but the people standing next to us were from Argentina. They had come all the way up to see him, uh, and they were, you know, kind of went to a couple different matches on the East Coast. So, you know, just the, the crazy, you know, mania. You know, I had never seen him live. I've been to Europe a few times, but never seen uh, Messi live, and, and now I can say that I have, and, uh, you know, he's the greatest to ever do it. So it's really been a, a whirlwind, and, of course, uh, the Union uh, lost 4-1 that night, but it was a, it was a fun night. Anthony, uh, after Inter-Miami win in penalties last night at, like, whatever, like, made-up cup, the U.S. Open Cup or whatever against FC Cincinnati, obviously, like, Miami, Inter-Miami hasn't lost a game with Messi in the lineup. He also hasn't played a game in the actual, like, MLS regular season where Inter-Miami is way behind the eight ball now. I, I'm kind of thinking, like, if he plays, like, are, are they going to lose a game? And if they win every game, does it even going to make a difference? What do you think about Inter-Miami's chances to make the playoffs, to win the MLS Cup this year once they actually start playing the regular season games again with Leo Messi? Yeah, to kind of put a perspective on the odds on this, they were 200 to 1 to win the MLS Cup before it was announced that he was coming to play for them. They are now down to 6 to 1, but I I don't know that they're going to make the playoffs. If you do the math, uh, the top nine teams in the Eastern Conference make the playoffs of the 15. Uh, And Inter Miami right now is at 18 points. The eighth place team is sitting on 32. It's a two way tie. Montreal and Chicago Fire have 32. If Montreal and Chicago were to keep the same pace, win about 1.33 points per match, which is what they're doing now, Inter-Miami would need 28 points from their last 12 matches. So that's that's nine wins and one draw and two losses. That's about what they'll need, you know, give or take a few games, a few points, I should say. So, you know, it's going to be really uphill because what happens when international break comes? Is Messi going to go play for Argentina? Are Busquets and Alba going to go play for Spain? Because MLS doesn't break for international break. They keep playing one match, okay? But every match counts when they're trying to make this playoff run. I think it makes a lot of sense. And in terms of the the goal scoring props for for Messi, Anthony, just because we've done this on the show a lot, we haven't taken the approach that you've taken, like the season-long schedule projection. Do we want to bet them for MLS Cup? But just like, you know, we saw the prices last night. And like, I know, I know he, you know, I obviously had like the two assists or like set up the two goals or whatever, but like, he's not going to score every match still. 
Like if they're going to keep dealing like minus 120, minus 125, he scored at the game that you went to when you went to Philadelphia. Just any thought on like advice you'd give to people, obviously an overreaction in the futures market, like enter Miami, one of the favorites to win. They may not even make the tournament. Are are these overreactions in terms of to score a goal for Messi, like minus 120, minus 125? Would you ever think about betting these? Just about like, I I think these are going to end up being the most popular bets literally every match that he plays for months now until, you know, whenever the season ends. It's really been a public betting dream. Inter Miami overs, Inter Miami money lines, Messi the goal to score. You just turn on the game, and then he just does something out of nothing. I mean, it's important to note that they still have been very flawed defensively, uh, and even their underlying. You know, we look at XG data, and teams tend to regress to their XG data. But with a team that has so much superior talent to the rest of the league, you can't really uh, do this. You know, for for this kind of extreme example, it doesn't really work in the case of Messi. Messi breaks kind of traditional molds of how we project games. And it's even, that's, that was true when he was playing against the best players in the world in Europe. It's even more true now playing in uh, MLS against lesser competition. But uh, yeah, I mean, I'm not going to be laying, you know, minus 130, 140 prices on Messi to score. I'll be interested to see if books ever put up no markets, but uh, I have no real kind of intention of, of, of betting against Lionel Messi. Uh, and I, I do have a, a long shot ticket that uh, books are already offering me 10X my, my original stake to cash out right now. Uh, because of how much the market's moved. You better, you better hear what Nick and Ken on a tremendous football Thursday. We are talking all things soccer betting, touched on MLS and Leo Messi just now. We'll get to the EPL in a second with our pal Anthony DeBundo from the Action Network. Anthony on Twitter. And Anthony DeBundo. Um, Anthony, a uh, bunch of interesting Premier League games this weekend. Definitely want to start with the Newcastle-Liverpool tilt coming up. Uh, Newcastle loses 1-0 last week to Manchester City. We talked about that game last week. I thought Newcastle acquitted themselves pretty well in that game. Liverpool um, with the 3-1 win last weekend. Newcastle plus 120 at home in this game. Liverpool plus 195. The draw plus 290. The total at BetMGM is uh, is 3.5, juiced way under. But you can find threes for like, like minus 115 both ways in this game with Newcastle and Liverpool. Um, I think it's like, is Newcastle really going to be like a real threat this year in the Premier League? This might answer some of those questions. What about Newcastle and Liverpool coming up this weekend? Yeah, so Newcastle is one of the the three teams in the league this year, along with Brighton and Crystal Palace, uh, that have taken money you know closer to post as limits have gone up every week uh, in this league so far. The first two matches, they actually closed. You know, I came on last week and I said, well, Newcastle's. You know, City was down to like minus 150. That's starting to get a little low. City actually closed minus 110 against Newcastle. So there was a lot of market respect for Newcastle in the opening week against Villa and this week. In terms of the tactical breakdown, look, Liverpool's defense away from home last season had major, major holes. Uh, And I think Newcastle is only a smidge worse. So once I apply home field, uh, I think Newcastle should be around even money. So I did take some plus 120. Uh, and like I said, you know, the market has really liked Newcastle early in the season, and I tend to agree with it. You know, the books were pricing in them as like the fifth, sixth best team coming into the season. Uh, I had them above Chelsea and United, and I still think they are. Um, so I, I've kind of been up higher on Newcastle than the market. Anthony, I know another match that you wanted to talk about, uh, a Saturday match between Wolves and Everton. Just looking at the market, doesn't look like a ton of movement yet. Maybe that'll change, obviously, as we get close to kickoff. Looks like Everton basically a very small favorite in the match. Total like two, two and a half. Uh, So one of the lower totals on the board, actually, for all the matches taking place on Saturday. Uh, Any thoughts here on Wolves and Everton on on Saturday? Yeah, it's a big one. I mean, it's a relegation six-pointer already. Both teams have looked... uh... Decent at times and really poor in other times. Everton losing to Fulham, getting routed by Villa. Wolves getting routed by Brighton, having a good loss to United. Uh, But neither team has any points. Both teams are in the bottom five uh, in the projected relegation odds. So this match is really important. 
And I really think the total is too low. Look, I understand that Wolves and Everton have really struggled for finishing. There's no two teams in the league over the last year and now two matches that have underperformed their XG more than Wolves and Everton. And you can kind of draw the story of how it happens. Wolves don't really have a striker. Everton striker, notoriously bad finisher. So they've had a lot of kind of these fluky results where you say, well, the XG said this, but the actual result said this. But these two defenses are way too bad to warrant the number being this low. And I, I do like the over in this matchup. Uh, and I do like both teams to score. I think this is a 2-1 kind of game. Um, I project a total closer to 2.5. So, you know, with it being at 2-2-5, I, I like the over. Uh, and this really comes down to Wolves are playing differently this year. They have a new manager. Uh, Gary O'Neill came in a week before the season. They're playing a lot more in transition and less possession. And Wolves are very bad at keeping the ball. They had a lot of turnovers in their own half against Brighton and United. That's how Everton likes to play too, especially at home. So I think it's going to be a very back-and-forth aggressive game. Uh, I like the over. Anthony, let's close with this. We have about 20 seconds left. This could be EPL. This could be another league in Europe. Any other soccer bet that you like coming up this week? It doesn't have to be EPL. It could be elsewhere in Europe in like 15 to 20 seconds, please. Okay, we'll go with uh, 9.30 Saturday, Dortmund and Bochum. Dortmund under three and a half goals for the game, both teams. Uh, Dortmund has a huge hole in their ball progression right now. They lost two of their best passers, and they did not look great against Cologne. I think the market's slow to adjust. Bochum terrible defensively, but better at home. So I think they can give them a match uh, under three and a half. Bundesliga. Well, I'm in. That sounds awesome. The Dortmund under coming up Saturday morning at 930 a.m. It's never Eastern fun Saturday. with Dortmund I, unders. Never who, fun. Yeah. Who, who are they playing? What's the name of the team that Dortmund's playing? The team's called Bochum. Uh, are they they're, new? Uh, like, were they the just like, promoted? Or? They've been in the league a couple years. Uh, power okay. rankings, they're the, they're the worst team, maybe second worst, depending on the new teams that just came in. But, uh, yeah, they're, they're poor defensively. They do have an excellent goalie. It's kind of the reason they've stayed in the league the last two years. Uh, and they've been good at home. So they've been competitive. Uh, Anthony's the best. On Twitter, at Anthony DeBundo. Check out all his work, actionnetwork.com and the app. My friend, best of luck with the bets this weekend, and we will talk to you soon here on You Better, You Bet. Thanks for having me, guys. I absolutely love it. Here's a Bundesliga Bokum. under for you on a set. Boko. Never heard of them. It's like Bokum. Oliver Kahn's yeah. like son is like their goalie. I don't know. All yes. right. Uh, two hours down, two more to go. How about a little Lochmas coming up in hour number three? We'll be right back with You Better You Bet, presented by BetMGM <laughs> on the BetQL Network. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details.